You are listening to Educational Mountains. We help you climb Welcome, everyone, to the Educational Mountains podcast. I'm Scott Gennard. And I'm Summer Gennard. And I am so happy to be back here after a couple months break. We're starting season three of the Educational Mountains podcast. Uh, we've taken the summer off. We've had time to reflect mm-hmm. and refresh. We took an amazing trip down to Texas to see family. It was awesome. And um, did we some just camping. did some camping. We <laughs> really hope that you guys have also had a wonderful summer and gotten rest. Mm-hmm. But yes. uh we're back to the grind now. I started back <laughs> at my school uh, this past week. Summer starts next week well, with we did. students. Yeah, but I did training a bunch last week. So, you know, that's still back back in fully. And our kids don't start for another couple weeks, so that's mm-hmm. nice. We kind of get a couple weeks uh, with our students before our kids need to be plugged into their schooling, their distance learning at their schools. And so Summer and I were sitting around talking, and we said, hey, let's get an episode (laughs) of the podcast out. So uh, we have a lot to talk about, Um, and uh, we're just going to be, as always, just kind of talking and sharing about what we're doing Mm -hmm. and what we're experiencing. And, you know, it's our hope and prayer that you get some value out of this. out of our brainstorming and... uh failures and (laughs) (laughs) successes as well so (laughs) we have made some changes to the podcast if you guys have been listening to other episodes we've gone to a new platform uh called anchor and there's some some cool features about that there's uh, an ad uh, break later that we'll have as well as uh, we now have a place if -hmm. you guys would like to support uh the podcast there's a monthly donation a section that will be down in the description below. That's just there because we've heard some people that uh, that have responded and they want to. And it's a place that you can, if you want, you can set up a monthly donation or a dollar or two. And that would be great. Yeah, it just kind of help helps us support out, us. and Keep us consistent. <laughs> yeah. and, but, but absolutely no pressure. No pressure. It's our hope. And it says always free for you. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into this. Uh, discussion. We're going to be talking about a couple things today. We're going to talk about, you know, what is different about the fall as opposed to the spring with distance learning yes. and what's going on in education from our, our experience mm-hmm. and uh, kind of some tips and strategies that we are doing with our kids yeah. um, in our house. Mm-hmm. You know, as you guys might know, we have three kids first grade, third grade, and fourth grade, they're all going into. Yeah. And I was going to say kindergarten there for a minute. And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's first grade. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're trying to figure things out just like everybody else's, you yes. know, we have to figure out how are we going to uh, be managing running uh, Zoom classes mm-hmm. for our students while at the same time, I'm still principaling. Yeah. Full time. And I'm at a new school this year. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. And I'm really looking forward to working with all of our staff and new students. But, you know, there's a lot that goes into that when you don't know the students at all mm-hmm. and you don't know the staff and you're starting mm-hmm. fresh. 
So those relationships have to be made over Zoom and phone calls. And it yeah. is, I can't tell you how many conversations <laughs> I've had with parents crazy. and students and teachers yeah. and staff who who just miss the kids. You know, no one so goes much. into education no. because they like being alone. No, no. <laughs> it's all about hands-on, all about being with people, all about loving on kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's super hard. I mean, I mean, I just, for me, for all of our staff, it's, it's overwhelmingly difficult. It is. But yeah. uh, I know for my school, our program, our teachers, our crew, man, they never stopped working. No, no. Uh, you Bust know, they've, they've just busted all summer long. Yeah. We've got such an incredible crew at our school. One of the things that I have seen over and over and over again, talking to other school leaders and seeing educators is all of the work that is happening to really develop programs that work for students mm -hmm. in just impossible challenges. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I'm <clears throat> definitely walking into an amazing school as well. And I'm in a great district. Um, but my, my, our teachers are just, you know, doing all sorts of trainings on, on online uh, platforms and apps and, and, you know, all sorts of different lessons that will help engage students online. I mean, they are just going full on and have been for a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I really want them to have a break. But I'm just, it's, it's, they're working so hard and our principal is just amazing. Just uh, doing amazing leadership for them and trying to do everything she can to make sure they're not overwhelmed. And, and she's just awesome. Good support principal. Well, and one of the things that I think has been really great through this super challenging time is mm -hmm. despite the fact that this is unknown territory for right. everyone, parents, right. schools, school leaders, you know, there's been a lot of frustration. Mm -hmm. There's also been a lot of positivity. There is. It depends on the school you're at. depends on mm -hmm. the district you're at. Um, I've definitely heard of friends, schools who their schools literally, you know, there's no there was no assignments coming in the COVID time. There was no teachers looking over things. You know, so it depends on where you're mm -hmm. at. It depends on what area you're in. And I just encourage you if that is maybe the more negative experience that you have with your school or district, do your best to just put your kid where they're going to get educated, mm -hmm. um, because that's your child is most important over everything else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's some things that we'll talk about that, that we're really pushing for parents, mm -hmm. for community. Sure. Um, and, you know, as we go into this distance learning mm -hmm. program, who knows how long this is going to last. Yeah. You know, there's going to be schools out there who, you know, are going to be starting the year off in person. Mm -hmm. There's going to be schools out there that have a month of distance learning and then they can go back to school. And there's going to be schools, mm -hmm. I believe, mm -hmm. that are not going to have students on their campus mm -hmm. this entire school year. Yeah. And one of the hardest things about this time is we don't know mm -hmm. necessarily when that's going to be right. and what's going to change and how are we going to to move forward. So everybody kind of needs to live in this vagueness. Yeah. Um, but there are some, definitely some things that I would encourage you guys 
to do to set up your own family for success. Yeah, if you are distance learning from home, and I know there are a lot of private schools that are not, which I think is great, uh, that they are actually face-to-face, and that's awesome. And I know that there are, you know, different states, different counties that are not shut down. They are not distance learning. They're face-to-face or in a hybrid mode. But if you are particularly, if you are in a distance learning, that's where we're coming from. So we'll give you some ideas that might help you in your home. Um, yeah, that might help you in your home with your own kids. Uh, so let's talk about those, what we're <laughs> <Yeah>. doing. <laughs> so I would say the first thing is to set up a learning environment for the kids. Yeah. And that can be really hard. We do not have a large home. There's no. five of us. Very small. <laughs> Our house is about 1,200 square feet. A little over. I think it's like 13. Yeah. Maybe 12-ish. So, well, it's actually, you're right. I think it's 12-ish mm-hmm. square feet. And we, it's a three-bedroom uh, house. And yeah. so what we've done is we've stuck all three kids yeah. in one bedroom Bunk to beds, sleep. Uh, and then one of them has their um, their mattress on the floor. Um, they requested this, actually. They sleep better all together. So mm-hmm. we decided that would be a good idea. But and our kids are young enough little. and little, little enough, yeah. so it works. But uh, and so we've taken uh, what was the girls' room mm-hmm. and we've made that into a playroom slash study room, so that we have a desk in there mm-hmm. and a place that oh, like uh, a little table. It's more like like a sit. It's a sit sand sand table that I got off used off of one of my resale sites, mm-hmm. um, one of the Facebook re- resale sites actually, and. I uh, just felt like, you know, I want to make that space the best I can for them. I didn't put a lot of money into it at all. I just repurposed uh, some furniture, got rid of other furniture that we just don't need right now. Um, The kids are loving their little sleep space together. And honestly, it's really nice for me because it keeps all the toys out of their sleep Mm -hmm. space. They literally have only books in there, which is awesome, in my opinion. Super easy to clean up in that sleep room. And um, then the other room has got their table. It's going to be a sit-stand table for their schoolwork. And then the rest is all toys. And uh, it, So, so really excited. the intent of it is that yeah. we can have a focused place, even yeah. in our small house yeah. with a lot of people, where the kids can have their own space to work on the um, on their Zoom meetings, yeah. on their homework. They need to have that. Uh, the next recommendation I would have, Mm-hmm. You know, it's really important. Oh, also, free of distractions. Um, I can tell you, I was actually teaching a class on Wednesday. I spent all day Wednesday teaching for one of my teachers. And, you know, uh, one of our seventh grade students started playing with her cat. And it distracted the entire class because mm-hmm. here's this this girl. She's showing off her cat and everything else, which is great. Yeah. It's fine. It's understandable. These kids have also been quarantined, but it was very distracting for the whole class. So just trying to be cognizant of that is going to be really important when you're setting up your learning space. The next recommendation is get a schedule together. Mm-hmm. Be consistent. And you know we've provided a schedule for our parents that breaks the day into three 90-minute instructional blocks. And, you know, we really want the students to be focused and diligent and working uh, during that time with breaks. Um, But having structure and 
taking that structure, I've told parents this over and over again Mm -hmm. and students and my teachers have brain breaks. Yeah. So important. Get away. If you know, we have a 10 minute passing period between each period and an hour long lunch, get up, get away from the computer. Yeah. Walk away, run around the back, run around the yard, do something physically active, get away from Mm -hmm. the Chromebook during that time uh, but that structure, yeah. that time, that schedule is going to be so important. Well, and I know, I know I mentioned this on a previous episode. One of the things I do for the, have the kids do, either I do it right before they start. And this is what I did during the springtime, right before they start their online learning or like a break mid morning is I have them go run outside. We are on a court. And so I have them run laps around the court and get their energy out, especially my first grade son. He is high energy and he needs that and if you don't have the space say your maybe your streets unsafe your neighborhood's unsafe or you're in an apartment so you don't have a yard i would suggest um, one of those small rebounders you can get them off sometimes even free i've seen them for free and as low as far as cash wise twenty dollars okay mm-hmm. these little rebounders they're not or trampolines big. they're they're tr- called trampolines but they are tiny and you can put them in your thing. They often have a rail on top so the kids can hold on to that and just jump the heck mm-hmm. out of it, you know. And it, it is so helpful for those small spaces and t- especially during the winter. I might get one just for the winter, find one used online just because, you know, during those rainy days, there's no way my son's going to make it through the day, the morning on his distance learning. And my girls too, but especially him, you know, he's a little... He just needs that crazy wild movement. Mm-hmm. So um, I just encourage you guys um, invest in invest that twenty dollars or that time to search online to get that free, you know, small trampoline if you don't have a lot of space for them to run or get outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, just making sure that you have a schedule. You're making sure that they get outside, mm-hmm. and that's going to tie into my. Third recommendation. Oh, wait, I want to tell him one more thing. Oh, for, yeah. for getting energy out, there's also, um, you know, my daughter and I did a family, it's like a well, family or kid workout session. It was like 15 minutes the other day and it was super cute. Um, this mom on YouTube, um, they have a channel, but they did this like uh, stretching and calf, you know, exercise thing that she loved. It was really cute. These two girls were doing it. Um, look for those. They're like 10, 15 minutes long. You can mm-hmm. do them during the breaks for your kids and they're really engaging. There's Go Noodle, which is a great YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube channel. It has super engaging, you know, pop music on there. They do cool dances that your kids would enjoy, but it's just getting that energy out so they can stay focused when they have to online. And there's super a lot of that, important. you know, um, anyway, just go ahead. Yeah, I just no, that, that. those are awesome recommendations. The third recommendation I, I have, and my kids don't like this, <laughs> and our students do not like this. Uh, but I think it's really important. And that is our students are required to have a lot of screen time on their computer. And what I'm telling my own kids mm-hmm. and what I'm telling parents is right now, more than ever, technology is a tool. Yeah. Their Chromebooks, their laptops, their things That's like that right. are a tool. Yeah. And if they aren't using it for educational purposes, it goes away. Yeah. There's no more watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Yeah. There's no more sitting and playing video games for forever. You know, we've talked about the yeah. research in 
that that says that the average 12 year old spends nine and a half hours in front of their screen. Mm -hmm. We don't want to add to that an additional right. four and a half hours, five hours a day of schoolwork now. Right. So for our kids, and my recommendation for parents is if they aren't in class, mm -hmm. if they aren't doing homework, if they aren't doing something related to school, the Chromebooks away. Yep. The laptops away. The computers iPads away. Yeah. Because is away. <laughs> that is what is important, and they need yeah. to be outside. They need to be playing. They the need brain to be break. Yes. From it, just a screen. I know <clears throat> any of us that work, you know, in an environment even before COVID, mm -hmm. where we're on a screen. I mean, you know what can be induced from that. Just as an adult, I mean, it can mess up your eyes. Your your get headaches. Um, and they're just in the early stages of brain development. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just so, it's important to give them that break. And no matter how much they fight you on it, stand strong. Yeah. And and have them just, you know, go do imaginative play or, you know, um, take a walk around the block or, you know, walk the dog or <laughs> mm -hmm. whatever it is. Uh, write a story. They could create a story, you know, write it down. Have them write you a short story, you know, something along those lines. Um, you know, we're still gonna have things like we'll have family movie night and things like that. But, you know, they get to watch cartoons on Saturday mornings. But other than that, it's definitely going to be cut down. Yeah. And doing things as a family doing things yeah. that are fun and engaging that imagine and play is really important. And that's going to take us to uh, a new sponsor that we have a little ad break that maybe you'd be interested in doing with your own family. Hey, we're back now and yep. uh, continuing our conversation about what we can do to kind of prepare and support creative learning environment for success. Yes. Uh, so we've talked about creating a learning environment. Yeah. We've talked about creating a structure and a schedule. We've talked about limiting uh, technology and screen time to only education. Mm-hmm. And the next one I'm going to say is stay positive. <laughs> and this is so How do we hard. do that? <laughs> <laughs> and as a principal, stay positive, parents. And I know it's hard. And I know that there's so much to be frustrated about. Politically, there's a pandemic. People are so burdened and everything else. But... Your attitude will be reflected in your kid's attitude. And we need to get work done. I mean, we are not in an ideal situation. Right. It is hard to teach right now. It is hard to stay engaged. Your teachers are working so hard. And I will speak for myself and I will speak for the other principals out there. If you need to complain, if you need to be heard, mm -hmm. if you need to, to have your voice um, uh, you know, if you need to, to whatever you need to do, talk to your principal, talk to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll have a little voice message here at service. You can leave us a voice message <laughs> and Let we'll respond. Okay. <laughs> because you do need to do that. Talk to a friend. Don't talk to your kids. Yeah. Okay. Lie if you have to. <laughs> okay. But it is so important to be positive. And give your kids a positive attitude about this. Because if, if I'm in the middle of my lesson and I'm trying to teach my kids, my students, 
and they just have this negativity and I can't teach them. And they're constantly trying to just kind of break in and say, blah, 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 blah. This is BS. Why are we, do we have to be here? Coronavirus is a hoax anyway, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay. It's, it's not <laughs> helpful. So you're saying, uh, if you have some, you know, just venting your frustrations about COVID and how your emotions about what's happening on it, you need to talk to an adult, talk to a therapist, mm-hmm. talk to a good adult friend. Whatever it might be. Maybe talk it's COVID. Talk to us. Maybe leave a voicemail. Maybe you have a voice system on here. Specifically distance learning. Distance learning. Okay. okay. Specifically what your schools are doing. You know, yesterday... Mm-hmm. Summer and I were at a, our nephew's birthday party and there were parents there and we were talking mm-hmm. and we were saying how hard it is and yeah. and all that. Sharing Th- our hearts. That's the difficulties. great. Yeah. That's great. Do that with your friends. Yes. Do that with your family. Yeah. But with the kids. When it comes to the learnings particularly, it's it does cast a really negative light for them. So if your school is a school that's working really hard to get your, keep your students engaged as possible and, and you really are fine with the distance learning platform they have, this is a way you can be supportive to your child's learning and also to those teachers is just to vent to other adults mm-hmm. and keep that from your kids. Now, if your kids need a vent because they are frustrated and hurting and just, just in agony over their friends and all that, that's a whole nother thing. I will say for your kids, if your kids need to be heard, yes. Again, you can Here. click on the the oh. message for us, <laughs> send that in, and we can talk about that because we have talked to Summer's a counselor. Yeah. I'm a principal. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken with parents and students yeah. this past well, week. Our own friends, and just kids, said, and our patience. Kids. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much yeah. for your hard work. Well, I mean, I was talking to a coworker just recently and he was like, yeah, my kid's not doing great. And I'm like, my kid's not doing great. Like our kids have a few emotional, oh, several emotional breakdowns just over not seeing friends, over, you know, worried of what distance learning is going to look like, possibly even for the whole year this next, this year. And, and, and just the unknowns for them, their little hearts and spirits and minds are, you know, just, just grappling with the same stuff we are. And so what did I do? We, we, I listened mm-hmm. and I, I took approach and I'm not going to, you know, in the midst of what I'm, what's going on with me, that's, that's difficult too. Um, so if you need to pass your child to a good family friend that you know can listen better, that's okay. And I just want to give you that, um, that leave. That's okay. If you feel like you're not in the spot, health, you know, mind and health wise to listen, you just can't for that moment. Say, you know, get a friend to take your kid out to mm-hmm. to get him a burger or something or whatever. Take him to the park for an ice cream and 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 tell your friend, you know, that you know that's in a better spot than you are emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally. Talk to them, probe them because they need to, t- to share what's happening mm-hmm. in their minds and hearts in, uh, you know, in concerning this school year that's probably already in motion for several of you and for some of you it's coming up very soon mm-hmm. um for your students so i encourage you to do that for me you know i i worked through some of my stuff enough where i could listen to my kids and um you know after i vented to other adults and my own husband and 
and, uh, you know, um, even some counseling and it's like, you just, um, you do that. So I, you know, I did that so I can be there for them and, um, and give them some positive pointers to things, things to look at. Um, we pray with our kids. We're mm -hmm. Christians. You know, I've, I've worked through some, you know, prayed with my daughter and um, helped her work through some anxiety stuff. She's still working through. Mm -hmm. And um, and just kind of helped her take it as this is an adventure. Let's see how it goes. We'll shift some things around for your schooling if needed, if you need that. But well, otherwise, I think that's this is an the important adventure point. we're on coming Saying up. be positive yeah. is not the same as saying be apathetic. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. No, no. So yeah. be assertive. Assert what you need mm -hmm. for your kids, um, but also be positive, be flexible, be understanding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things I would say, if you are in a situation where your school is not supporting your kid, there are other options out there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. going to be on my soapbox and give my, my feeling for a moment. I'm a principal of a charter school an independent charter school. Uh, my brother-in-law is founder of the independent charter school. I know a lot of others. And you know what? They're doing a great job. Yeah. And some of our local uh, districts are really struggling and having a hard time. But if you need a better place and you feel as though your child is not being serviced, search it out. There are places for you that are doing a great job. Yeah. And, um, you know, do not be apathetic. Yep. Assert yourself, your needs for your kids. Yeah. But just know that your teachers yeah. have they aren't making this policy decision. Yeah. Your principals are not making this policy decision. We're trying to do the best that we can. It's what they got to work with. That's right. Yeah. But again, we aren't saying be apathetic. Mm -hmm. Be strong. Be assertive. Yeah. Uh, but be positive and find yeah. another outlet for you. Yeah. And that's going to go into my next recommendation. Mm -hmm. And that is to create a sense of community. Yeah. Whether that's with family, yeah. whether that's with your church, yes. whether that's with a friend group, neighbors, neighbors, Maybe whatever. You have neighbors that, that have been that homeschooling. Is. I just want to insert that. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You have neighbors that have been homeschooling forever. They're near you. You know of them. You haven't had time because your kids are in school and you work. Well, guess what? Here's the time to get mm -hmm. to know them better. And I bet you they will have tons of tips and help to offer you. And as your neighbor, they will probably be very understanding and want to support you in whatever way they can, most likely. And I know that uh, summer, Yes. has set up a little Facebook group for here uh, for our yeah. kids school yeah, yeah. where they can kind of create learning pods and work together, you know, yeah. staying safe, you might uh, have following protocols. But, uh, but I think that that's really important. I'll share a little uh, more about what I set up. And this is something you can set up for your, um, if you have a community uh, parents page for your school, um, you can just do a, a private group. Um, set up and invite all those parents to it. But um, the what is what's it what it's called? And, and you've probably heard the name going around, but it's just called Pods. And what these what this uh, type of group is is that you invite the parents to it, and then they uh, can just network on there. All the the parents in your school of you know what they need, 
and what parents cover. Some some parents are home stayed home parents, and they're more than willing to host kids at their house for free or for a small fee, you know, if they need it, if they need the money, um, uh, to uh, to have your student at their house for the day, you know, a day a week or something, where they're going to get support and distance learning. Um, uh, and have an actual, you know, adult parent there that's responsible caring for your child. Um, or maybe there's your kids are, need some really social stimulation during this time, and you don't, you haven't done much with that. Um, there's those groups. I'm setting one up for for my kids um, to do uh, a couple times a month with friends from their school um, through this pods page. Um, maybe they need tutoring and there's a parent that has a forte or in this particular thing, or maybe they already have a tutor and you guys can share that tutor for, for your student. Um, or, or maybe you're doing a nanny share thing and you find that out through, through this page. It's just networking and taking advantage of the fact that you all have your kids going to school together and that doesn't have to stop that connection. Um, we can make things work in small groups. Um, through this hard time, like there was, you know, just pressure time for everybody. So mm-hmm. I encourage you, if you don't have a pods page or private group set up for your community and you think your school community would benefit from that, be the one, step up, take action, as we've always talked about. I'm giving you the information. It's super easy on Facebook. <laughs> um, invite those parents to it if you think you're kind of, your school's the kind of school that would really step up and help each other. And if you don't think they would, try it anyways. If there's already a community page, you never know. People can surprise you, um, and and really step up in a really positive way that you don't predict. A lot times. So, um, anyway, I'm excited about my page. So far, I've had a lot of parents respond, and we're already getting some groups set up for the school year. So, anyway. Totally. I think that <laughs> anything like that yeah. where we can support each other, create yeah. sense of community yeah. is just so incredibly important. Yeah. Um, I plan on having our neighbor kid uh, over that or my son plays with and just making sure that family knows that he can come over and do distance learning with my, my, my kids um, at least a day a week. Um, I have a homeschool family next door that's already offered uh, Scott and I um, you know, you know, they're like, you need a break. You need your kids to, you know, you need some help. Just send them over here with their computers and we'll continue with them. And that almost made, that just made me almost cry. I teared up when they shared that with me. I was like, I didn't expect that. They have their own kids to, to figure out. And they just offered that. We didn't ask them. Um, it's amazing um, how people will step up and just love on you. And I was like, thank you. We'll definitely take you up on that this week. And maybe, you know, I can respond by doing a craft over here every other week or something with all of their kids and ours together. Who knows? Um, and that's, and I offered that to them too, you know, just to, to love on them some. Um, but let's make that those, those new relationships and also um, do what we can to keep the, the old relationships that we had and, and, um, and receive from mm-hmm. those relationships right now as well as give. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, we're going to continue this conversation. Yeah. As we learn more, we'll share with you. Uh, I hope that this has been helpful for you guys. Um, it's, uh, it's great to be back uh, talking with you, talking with Summer, and uh, just uh, 
please, if you have any questions, if there's anything that we can uh, support you with, uh, make sure to uh, to come to our website, uh, educationalmountains.com. We have resources there. There's a contact page. We'll also have a link in the description below to a place that you can leave voicemails. And um, if you would like to sponsor uh, our, our podcast, please do so. That link will be in the description as well. Thank you so much for, for continuing on this journey with us. We look forward to talking to you soon. And remember to have discussions, ask questions, have discussions, and take action. Have a wonderful day. You are listening to Educational, Educational Mountains. Mountains. We help you climb them!